You're listening to the Laugh Button Podcast on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. All right, welcome back to the Laugh Button Podcast. My name is Mark Seaman. That's unfortunate, but fortunately, I'm joined once again by Matt. How you doing, Matt? Good How to you see doing, you. Mark? I'm doing well. I'm All doing right. very well. Good to see you. We have a very special <laughs> guest joining us here. He just released an album. Congratulations on that, Mr. Brooks Whelan. How Thank you. you. Uh, how how do you spell your last name? S E I M A N. No, no. S E M A N. <laughs> oh, like semen. Oh, almost. I, I need an E N at the end. Oh, it's I, E N. Oh, okay. I mean, it's all pronounced the same. It I, doesn't matter. I went to the University of Iowa, and the engineering building there is called the Semen Center. Yeah, I wish I had a little slice of that pie. I definitely don't. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People was... ask me all the time, like, man, you must be loaded. You got. That electric thing going on. You got yeah. the furniture company. You got I'm like no. I got the raw end of every yeah, single yeah, yeah, yeah. No. deal. My family's actually the ejaculate. We're that. <laughs> we have that, and there's not a lot of money in that. People don't want it. Yeah, <laughs> they don't want to touch that. Yeah. Well, uh, Brooks. First things first. Congrats on the album, man. Thank uh, you. It's your debut album. My first one. This is the first one. This is cool, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, is that how you're supposed to say it? This is cool, right? I mean, I what, what's the proper I inflection? Think, for I don't you? know. I I would say like this is cool, right? Like you're unsure. Yeah, leave some space. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I think this is like this, it's like very you know asking if it is like come on guys like me. that's what the, you know the title should be. When I first saw the album art, I'm like, is he going for the Almond Brothers crowd? Oh, with I that just album stole art? the Almond Brothers. <laughs> like cover. Father John Misty, maybe no, a more updated. Mo- fully reference. stole Brothers and Sisters the <laughs> cover of the Almond Brothers. I okay. just was like, I w- love records and music, and yeah. I was literally like listening to that record when I was like, I'm going to put out an album. And then I was like, what should it look like? And I just, like, <laughs> that was what I was listening to. I was like, I'm done. That's <laughs> weird. My brain went a completely different direction. I thought Where'd maybe you, you were go? just a huge fan of, of the movie Hot Rod. And the, and the like, shadow punching yeah. scene that took place in the forest. And he's like, yeah, yeah. I need to stand where that took place <laughs> and oh, then man. take a photo. I am a, a massive uh, Hot Rod fan. Like that Hot Rod and Super MacGruber. Super underrated, right? Oh, yeah, I don't MacGruber. even think it's underrated. Anybody who who likes mu- you know, comedy, it's like, yeah. that movie's yeah, great. I'm on board. Uh, yeah, I, told, I told Laura Michaels one time, I was like, you should make Hot Rod too. Me and my friends love it. And all he said was, the world isn't filled with 25-year-old comedians. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, is it uh, is it has it, does it ever sink in when you say, "Hey, I was talking to Lauren Michaels." Yeah, I, you mean, know what I mean, no, I, I, I like that's past. I tense. didn't even no, I don't I feel bad like bringing it up, but it's so no, relevant no, to the hot rod. I was going to yeah, bring yeah, it up yeah, if course. you didn't. So <laughs> no, no, I mean, yeah, I don't know. He was my old boss. So sure, that's just what happens. Um, <laughs> yeah. That made like all of the movies I love. So it was cool to be like, this movie, tell me, you know. Do you, you remember the first um, maybe character or movie that really struck a chord with you? Yeah, it was Billy Madison. All yeah. the way? Yeah, yeah okay. 100%. Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore. Uh, those two back to back, like my current, those two is mm-hmm. MacGruber Hot Rod. Like gotcha. two mm-hmm. movies I just sandwiched together and watch, mm-hmm. you know, back and forth. I love, yeah. Billy Madison was when I was like, I want to be a comedian. That, f- that was for sure. I remember seeing it in third grade because. Um, his girlfriend, uh, Miss Vaughn, yeah. she was his Veronica third. Vaughn. Veronica Vaughn was his third grade teacher, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh yeah, baby, third grade's <laughs> where it's at." Hilarious. My friends and I would quote Billy Madison endlessly. Like, stop looking at me, Swan. Shampoo oh, yeah. is better. Could you right. better? Like, I forget. Non-stop. I just quoted it the other day in like a very serious situation. I don't remember, and they were like, "What?" And I was like, "Fucking Billy Madison, man." <laughs> it's weird, on, guys. I I feel like Happy Gilmore. Was my Billy Madison? Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm a little bit older, but those two were always paired together, and it was always, hey, yeah, which yeah, one yeah, do you yeah. like better? Yeah. You know, and there was the Madison crowd, 
and then the Gilmore crowd. Yeah. I mean, I fell into the Gilmore crowd. I think. Was I feel like now as an adult, I would watch Heavy Gilmore. If you gave me both, like which one do you want to watch? I'd be like Heavy Gilmore. But as a third grader, man, oh, I yeah. just fucking loved it. Dude, that was like the first like Adam Sandler like adult adolescent movie that right. I think just started it for a generation. Yeah, well, for a third grader to oh, absorb Billy Madison. I loved and it, and then I was like, I guess I got. It. And then I remember I read a, a book about Adam Sandler from like the book fair came yeah. around like Scholastic. <laughs> Scholastic. Yeah, can I get the bio on Sandler? That's what. <laughs> I ordered three copies <laughs> yeah, of that yeah, already. Like, Sorry, mom, I need another. <laughs> uh, but in that, they it was like it completely unauthorized. I'm sure, yeah. but it was just like he, he did stand up comedy, and I was like in third grade, I was like, I guess I gotta do stand up comedy. Like that's when I was like, I gotta do it, and I started writing jokes like yeah. then. And they were they're pretty they're great. That's my what my <laughs> album is. I wrote it all in third grade. Well, that's actually funny. Funny thing that I find about the album is like the more I listen to it is it's very much like. Oh, this guy grew up exactly when I grew up. He, yeah. he had the same references that I grew up, except maybe like a possum. I, I, I didn't yeah. have that experience. So I don't think most people do. Yeah, I <laughs> did. I was a Midwest guy. Oh, so yeah. I was right there with you, man. I just made it the most, it's so personal. Yeah. You know? Like it's just how I grew up exactly, mm-hmm. um, which I feel like is the best way to stay unique. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like I just have very specific stories that I'm mm-hmm. like, can't nobody can be like oh it's hack because you're like no i mean <laughs> that like that, me. all of that's real and not like yeah um yeah i like it was just very uh you know super personal mm-hmm. which you know i think people have similar um stories not the same but they're yeah, like yeah, oh yeah. i remember when my dad would lose it you know? <laughs> yeah of course yeah. <laughs> now <laughs> two two lines stuck out to me i was like as i was listening i always take notes this is how nerdy i am about comedy <laughs> that's great. i listen to it album top to bottom then i listen to it again and then i take, take down notes, notes. Yeah. that's great I, I wrote actually i wrote down three quotes one was no one takes drugs and says that was the perfect amount oh, that oh yeah that was very funny uh the Lou Gehrig of STDs is That's, a T-shirt. Right. If it isn't already, I feel um, like Michael Che helped me with that. Okay, really? I think he did because we had to rewrite that. That was on SNL. Uh, I did it on Weekend Update, and yeah, I think Che and I were pouncing that around. Nice. Yeah. Well, it's solidified forever. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a great story. The butter story. Yeah. And uh, and patient zero for Brooks Whelan disease was another line. Oh but, yeah. Uh, that's a book. <laughs> right. Right. I got, I got you a t-shirt deal, a book deal, yeah. and uh, hopefully a second album deal. I, Perfect. Uh, I was listening to that in the car, and I almost drove off the road when you make that declaration of paints and zero for, for Brooklyn. Oh, yeah. Like, it was, I remember when that happened. It was, you know, it, and, you know, it was fucking, it was a bummer. It was like a, <laughs> it was a true, it was a true sad, sad day. Somebody, if you haven't listened to the album, just my friends in college put butter down my pants and it melted, and I didn't know what had happened, <laughs> and I just thought I had an STD for a while. So I'll tell you what, we well, should just play that clip yeah, right now. We'll play that clip what do you me, think, yeah. Brooks? Yeah. Is that cool? Yeah, I love it. Please, <laughs> I like that bit. I went to college. College was the the scene of the worst thing that's ever happened to me. This is the worst thing I've ever had done to me happened there. Um, I drank a lot, and uh, on one particular evening, I blacked out and uh, made it home. Uh, fell asleep in my own bed, which, uh, yeah, thank you. Yes, I, you know, it's a very well. Now you, we sound like we're really just making my alcoholism okay. <laughs> you go, Mark. Yeah, just make it in the bed. You're fine. Like, just don't sleep in the street. As long as you don't sleep in the street, you don't got a problem. <laughs> But I did, I blacked out, I fell asleep in my own bed, which I thought was off limits for messing around with my body. But my roommates did not know that. And 
they broke into my room and shoved a stick of butter down my pants. Uh, which is a thing I did not know people did. And throughout the night, that butter melted and congealed into a real crime scene. And um, <laughs> when you wake up in the morning with no memories, and you find that disaster, you don't know what to think. You have no idea. I tell you what you do not think. Oh my gosh, did I stick a buttermilk into my pants last night? That's not the thought. That's not even in the top thousand thoughts. The like number one thought is no! No! We're done drinking. Then I did what any of you guys would do if you found that. Uh, I told no one about it. I kept it real quiet. And since my roommates were drunk when they did it to me, they forgot to bring it up too. Ha ha ha. So I spent the next seven weeks of my life in a real gray area where I was convinced I had the rarest STD on the planet. Because I looked those symptoms up. I typed them into a computer. After, after I got out of my shame shower, though, which I took, taking many shame showers, um, this was the first one I ever realized that you can turn a stand-up-only shower into a lay-down shower. <laughs> If you are sad enough. <laughs> Turns out you can lay down anywhere. It just depends on how sad you are. <laughs> and then that shower just lasts until the water gets cold. <laughs> and then it lasts like five more minutes because you're like, I deserve cold water. <laughs> so I got out of the shame shower and I went to the internet and I was like, okay, internet. Uh, there is a creamy discharge around my pelvis. What is it? And the internet responded with, never heard of it! Which is the scariest thing the internet can say. What? You've never, you haven't, internet? You've heard of everything. I'm the first person with this? I'm the Lou Gehrig of STDs? So I walked around depressed for seven weeks, just so sad, until another friend showed up at her house and passed out on her couch, and my roommates were like, we should stick a stick of butter down his pants. And I was just like drunk in the kitchen, and I heard that, and I came out, and I was like, what? <laughs> butter down pants. <laughs> what do you guys think that would look like in the morning? Probably like a creamy discharge around the pelvis, right? Weird creamy discharge. To um um, do we do this prank a lot? And they were like, "Yeah, man, we did it to you a while ago. Don't you remember?" And I was like, "Oh, oh, um, uh, uh was it August seventeenth, two thousand six? Is that the date, maybe?" I got that date marked down on my calendar. It's 
the day became patient zero for Brooks Whelan's disease. <laughs> a sad, sad time in my life. I quit going to college for like a week because I was like, you're going to die. All right, that was some of uh, Brooks Whelan's debut album. This is cool, right? 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 Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can just say this is cool, right? right. I don't know. And it's available right now on iTunes and uh, Amazon. Amazon. And uh, you can pre-order the vinyl. Yeah, the vinyl takes, like vinyl takes a while. Turns out this is a great question because like there's been a resurgence of vinyl, especially in the in the comedy community. You have Gaffigan who put out a vinyl last year. You have Mary put out vinyl last Bill year. Burr's Bill Burr's got, Burr's some got some vinyl out. Like, yeah. what do you think it is about vinyl? Like the vinyl, the comedy album that makes it so. I don't. I mean, I just love vinyl. Okay. That's how I listen to music uh, when I'm home. Okay, is on vinyl. I don't have any CDs, and it, I did. You know the guys who produced the album were like you can do cd or vinyl and i was like can i just do one vinyl for me i just want it for yeah, me and right. he's like no <laughs> we gotta make a bunch uh, i was like all right do the minimum amount uh and let's do vinyl and then can we make cds too he's like no you have to pick one or the other it probably isn't in my best interest to go vinyl i don't know how you're gonna fucking sell that yeah. in dayton uh <laughs> but I just want a vinyl because right. like, to me that's what I like. Mm -hmm. I love vinyl music, and I don't know. I don't even. I don't even know if I'll listen to it on vinyl. You're gonna I frame it? Um, I, I doubt I'd frame that. I framed some other stuff I really like. What's on the walls right now? On the wall is uh, the two tickets to the premiere of SNL. That I that was cool. Like uh, I framed those. Um, I framed this photo that Danny Clinch took. Of uh, Eddie Vedder taking a selfie with me, that was oh, outside cool. of Fallon. That was that was in Rolling Stone. It was like the coolest moment of my life. Yeah. And then Judd Apatow is uh, photo bombing in the back. <laughs> this is like <laughs> two. I'd been at SNL like three weeks. I was like, what right. the fuck is this happening? This is happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was that's you know just like a real neat moment. Eddie Vedder is my favorite. Um, and uh, then I just have. Um, this album, the album recording poster uh, framed. This awesome artist Barry Blankenship made. And that's about it. And I tell my girlfriend, I was like, you, babe, pick, figure out some stuff to uh, frame. I feel bad. Like <laughs> You're taking up all the walls. I'm space. taking up all the walls. Space. Yeah, but it's all cool stuff. Yeah, it's, it's not all like, good you things. Know, it's accomplishments. Yeah, exactly. Right, it's yeah. It's not a bad thing to hang up on the wall, man. I, the uh, the yeah. most embarrassing thing I did, I gave it away at a show, was I uh, the first sketch I was in at SNL was, uh, was uh, this sketch called E-Meth where they tore a shirt up mm -hmm. and I wore it. And I was just, I you know, I think you end up naked in that sketch. Yeah, I was yes. naked, and uh, <laughs> I was a so good debut. I was, yeah, yeah I, I was so stoked. Sold and, a new guy naked. <laughs> yeah, I was so stoked uh, on it. I framed that T-shirt, and then as soon as I got it back, I was like, "Oh, you can't! This is embarrassing." Uh, so then I put it. It just hung out behind my couch. And then uh, I gave it away at a UCB show. I was just like, hey, who wants this? Like, and, was, I know, no, it was, just, it was just like a girl who's like, oh, I would love it. I was like, it's all, it's all yours, man. I <laughs> can't have this in my house. It's embarrassing. What do you think that would have went for on eBay? Nothing. At the time. Nothing. At the time. No, I mean, it would have been dumb. Yeah. Maybe, I mean, I bet somebody would have paid $25. You think she put it. it up on eBay? Uh, I don't, I don't, I mean, she wanted me to sign it and I was like, duh, I do, I mean, that might ruin it. Uh, <laughs> right. But that was it. That was the dumbest thing I've ever framed. I, I got a little framing kick is what happened. <laughs> All right, Brooks. Well, we brought Frame you into button our button. Uh, lap button podcast here where we talk about comedy news. So let's dive in here head first. Oh uh, yeah. Also comedy news just make me think yeah. yesterday, Kanane put 
puts out his album, who Kyle Kinane yes. is like my yes. favorite comedian. And then I'm like, oh, all right, you know, Kinane, she's the best. That's totally cool. And then Louis C.K. dropped an <laughs> album too. I was like, yeah, overnight, oh, overnight. Overnight. What the fuck are you guys doing, man? <laughs> yeah. You well, guys they heard, are. They heard yours was coming yeah, out. Yeah, they felt like, threatened. I was like, come on, dudes. You're the two like best comedians. Decide this. All right, that's okay. Uh, well, think about it. At least you're in the list of like albums that came out this week. Yeah. And then you're in. You know, you're in great company. No, I mean, I'm not compl- I'm not <laughs> complaining, but it was a little, like, in my, like, uh, you know, in the back of my head, I was like, oh, come on, guys. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, you know, I love those. I watch both of, I watch mm-hmm. both their specials. They're great. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, some comedy news. Louis C.K. dropped a new album. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I don't think we need to talk about <laughs> that. Right. I actually want to talk about this one, because I, I think it's just kind of weird, but it seems to be the trend now that uh, it, it, no one does, no one wants to invent anything new anymore, right? Yeah. So we're rebooting everything. Well, CBS buys the rights to Rush Hour, and they're turning it into an hour-long television series. Okay. So, is that something that even interests you? I don't really see a part for me in that. <laughs> is that how your brain works? You're like, oh, Rush Hour's yeah, coming can out. I, I, can, 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 I, I, can I fill yeah. in for Tucker? Maybe no. Tucker or Chan. <laughs> oh, dang. I don't think I'm gonna. I don't think I'm gonna be in that. I don't care. Did you take karate as a kid? No, you, no. Did I, you want to be a Jackie Chan or I a Bruce definitely Lee? would have taken karate, uh, but I lived in such a small town, it wasn't a thing. Gotcha. I wrestled. Oh, it just wasn't even available. Yeah, it wasn't available. <laughs> there was, yeah. Like, is, is your town on the map? Is it? I mean, is it on maps of, the on map maps of Iowa. <laughs> right. A map of Iowa, it's on there, but like a map of the Midwest, no way. Yeah. It's like I lived outside of this town of like 3,000 people. What called, was the name of your town? Manchester. Again? So boring. Yeah, I mean, it's like there was two <laughs> bars uh, across. One was called Strokers, and the other one was Beavers, and they were like across the street <laughs> from each other. And Beavers, yeah, our, like all the parents hung out at Beavers, and all of, like the twenty-one-year-olds hung out at Strokers. <laughs> Last line in the sand. You hit yeah, twenty-five. Exactly. Oh, you can rent a car. Yeah, yeah. yeah. over to Beavers. Get buddy. over to Beavers. Get over there. You narc. Get over there. <laughs> I got. I, I don't. I don't have a lot of love for that town. Um to where last time I was there, I don't go there very often because my my parents moved. Um, mm. Last time I was, I was really drunk and I was at Strokers, uh, and uh, <laughs> I stole all the cue balls to the pool tables. And nice. In my drunk brain, I was like, "They'll never play pool again." <laughs> I took the easiest ball to replace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that cost that town like one fourth of their yearly salary. No, I'm being mean to it. It was fine. <laughs> well, what is it with you sabotage thinking that? Because you have a whole bit about forks on your uh, about throwing the forks, oh, on throwing your the forks well. away. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I mean, like, when I'm drunk. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I'm like, oh, this is gonna ruin it. Like, remember when the town? Remember when that kid called me gay? I blame this town for that. It's just lame. Well, if you could see a one of your, let's take one of your favorite movies, growing up as a kid. Okay. Do you think Billy Madison could could cut it as a series on TV? I think so. I don't know. I mean, yeah, sure. It's you know, it's. I don't know how. Like, what's the point of going here? I guess is the is the question I'm asking when it I, comes. I to I get this. what you're saying. I don't know how that stuff works. It seems boring, really. Mm-hmm. To uh, I wouldn't want to, you know, be in charge of developing that unless I create a rush hour. Of course, you right. know. Then it's like, oh, it's fun. I get to expand this world. But if you're just like the dude who they're like, you got to go create rush hour with the show, and you're like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> so the people behind rush hour are behind it. So oh well, like then I can. Ratner, I mean, that's partner. kind of yeah. Okay. They're they're that's kind of fun. Yeah, they're working. It's on their it. world that they get to you know go deeper in now. I guess similarly on the Netflix side Wet Hot American Summer right. they just released a teaser trailer for that as well I mean and that's all the same which creative is people just well. literally everybody's it name confirms going to that it's confirms it, that yeah. everyone that was in the movie is going to be in the Netflix version of it but it, it's interesting because that's done by the people that created it as well so I guess there is something to do with that if it's 
uh, if it's something you created, it is your world. That's I think that's a good yeah. way of putting it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. They, I like originality so much more than anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't have a problem with the Rush Hour TV show. (laughs) Well, to correlate it to you then as a stand-up comic, are there bits in your act that still exist from five years ago that you're still working out a tag for or you're still trying to find just the right... You know, missing piece of the puzzle that you just want to complete it, or maybe even something older, 10, 10 years. No, I mean, the, my album is like the last year and a half, probably, okay. Okay. and then I dropped all of that. So everything I have now is, you know, a month old. Okay. okay. So I mean, I kind of have a high turnover. I get sick of material really quickly, and then that's why I wanted to do the album. I was so bored of my own set that I, but I didn't want to lose that those jokes. Uh, so I was like, let's just record it and put it out so I can move on. Do you feel more solidified as a comedian because now you have an album? I don't know. Does that make a difference? I mean, anybody can make an album. Right. right? Especially in this day and age. Yeah. yeah. So I don't, I don't know. I'm glad that people can hear a full set from me. That's what I really like. I hope that it leads to um, uh, more people wanting to come see my stand-up comedy versus just like that dude that got fired from SNL, you know, mm-hmm. but we just wanted to be like, no, this is what I'm great at. Listen to this. Are you still surprised that people are discovering you as a stand-up? Like, oh shit, hey shit, man, I didn't even know. No, man, it's, so, it's like, uh, no way. Um, you know, this is the first thing I've really put out other than yeah. being on Conan, that's it, mm-hmm. really, for, uh, I mean, I was on Comedy Central, like a Divine's House Party show, but like, I haven't, you know, total done seven minutes of stand-up on television, so it would be easy to not know I did it. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. Well, you can see uh, Brooks. He's on tour now, February 7th, your University of Iowa. Oh, yeah. But are, those, are those dates correct? That's, Is that correct information? That seems correct, yeah. I, I, move, I move this Saturday to Los Angeles, and then I have to come back Thursday, next Thursday. I'm going to be on Seth Meyers. There is like a tank coming down the street. Yeah. I don't know what's going on out there. They're, they're actually moving Brooks' yeah, comedy Brooks out to LA. Out yeah. They're it's, shifting out all the new jokes. The yeah, it wouldn't take a truck. It would, <laughs> you could mail it in an envelope. Well, we have a very good Foley artist here yes, in the studio with yes, us. We, do, we never Foley. introduced him. Um, yeah, okay, that's yeah. that's correct. I, I was on tour really hard for about six months, and mm-hmm. then I took my foot off the gas okay. uh, after I recorded the album because I was burnt out. Like, I was starting to not like comedy, and I was like, I don't oh, wow. ever want to be there. It seems like you hit the road almost immediately after SNL. Well, the whole, I mean, I had a whole summer tour yeah, the planned. Falls well, I mean, it was just tour? it was just a bunch of dates. Okay. I was just like, keep me busy all summer with stand up because mm-hmm. that's what I love doing. And then uh, when I uh, got fired, I just I was like, add more dates yeah. and let's let's pretend this is a tour. Okay, I that's love the name of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The greatest name. Yeah, um, good name. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was just like being gone every weekend for about six months. That'll burn you out. Yeah, yeah, yeah it stunk. I rent to stay sane on the road. I always rent a car so I can like turn it into a mini vacation okay. as opposed to being like marooned in whatever hotel next to the strip mall you are. I can picture him with a, with a steering wheel knob, like one of those old, oh, those like are a, illegal like now, bus, right? Like one of those. Oh, that'd be knobs. fun. Yeah, those old truck, knobs from like the seventies. I'm on board with that. Yeah. <laughs> I can see him yeah. just rolling down windows down, you know, slapping yeah. on the old truck knob. But I kind of have a trucker vibe. Dude. Well, I'm getting like a Subaru Outback. I would think it'd be fun to have one of those on that. Yeah. Like what, like what are you doing? This is a station wagon. <laughs> Hey, man, it's got some girth, some yeah. weight. I got to slide this thing over. I'm driving up to Dead Horse, Alaska in June. Oh, wow. It's How long like, is that drive? From where? From Los Angeles. Okay. Oh, it's like uh, 3,500 miles or something. Wow. It takes 70, 70, like one hour straight. Stand up taking you up there? Or are you just going? No, I just want to go. Yeah. I just want to do it. What? I mean, I might do a spot in like Anchorage or something. You know, mm-hmm. I might 
set up a little tour just so I have stuff to do. But I just want to go look at it. I just want to yeah. see the Arctic Ocean. Be like, oh shit, there it is. All right, now I'm cool. gonna go back. Well, you released that video that where you you took was it a 15 second shot every day? Oh yeah, I recorded. Travel. Well, I mean, it's just so everybody's done it. Roy yeah, Scovel yeah, yeah. did. Roy Scovel's was great. Yeah, I just recorded a second a day oh, for a year. Day, yeah. And I love cool. traveling yeah, all over the map. Yeah, I mean, I just love camping. I, that's what my favorite thing to do in the world. That's why I didn't get a, didn't fall in love with New York because feel very marooned here. Also, I love to drink beer. I fucking love it. Mm. And New York makes it way too easy. In L.A., <laughs> it's easy to escape and go out into yeah, the woods and drink right. beer in the woods. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but here, man, I just drank a bunch whenever I was here. Stupid. <laughs> So escaping. Yeah. So that's my my trip to Dead Horse is basically Mm -hmm. like after being cooped up for, you know, a year and a half in New York. I'm like, I just want to fucking drive for a month. Yeah. Like go see some stuff. All right. Speaking of camping, uh, your favorite camping movie of all time. Where are you at with this? There's Ernest Goes to Camp. I got mine. Right. Oh, you got yours already? I have, I have mine too. The Great Outdoors is mine. mine. Oh, yeah. really? Great that's cool. Outdoors that was a great, that's a great movie. John I'd, Candy, Dan Aykroyd. Yep. That's like the peak I can of read you power. like a picture book, man. the peak of their power, man. It is. They were amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is great. I mean, I like, you know, Wet Hot American Summer. Of course. That's not really yeah. a camping film. I don't know. But it takes place in yeah, a camp. Yeah, it takes place. Yeah, yeah that totally. Counts. Totally. Oh, uh, man. He- heavyweights. I really enjoy heavyweights. Heavyweights is great. Yeah. I would ask Keenan Thompson about <laughs> how the scene where they filmed the, all the candy everywhere. I was like, what was that like? Oh, my God. What's Stiller's uh, character name in oh, that? Oh, he's so funny in that. It's driving me crazy. He's like German it's, or something? It's one of the- No, yeah. it's other it's dudes. It's a great- yeah, yeah. It's a great character name. Damn it. I can't I forget, believe I forget the name, too. Yes. Tony Perkis? Tony, yeah, Tony, Tony, yes. Tony Perkis. Perkis. I think that sounds right. <laughs> Man, is so funny. Perkis. What a great yeah. name for a band if it's not already. Perkis. Dude. Yeah. Well, I mean, it just was that dude in Dodgeball again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Same yeah. as that Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Very cool. Um, all right, uh, some more news. I mean, th- this it's it's like pilot season. I it feel like so is, everything yeah. is focused around pilots right now. I'll bring this one up just because I think it's an interesting team. Uh, Seth MacFarlane and Patrick Stewart teamed up for a new show on Stars called uh, I think it's called Blunt Talk. That's what it is. Yes. So you don't necessarily think Seth MacFarlane, Patrick, Patrick Stewart, Stewart no. right? So Brooks. What random team would you like to see work together? <laughs> comedy to, team. In a comedy. What do you think would be an obscure, like I maybe two of your favorite entertainers that um, are on different ends of the spectrum you'd like to see slap something together? Yeah, I don't know. The Lonely Island is like my favorite yeah. group okay. of dudes. So I want to see, I don't know, somebody crazy direct. Maybe, I don't fucking know, guys. Uh, <laughs> Sorry to put you on, just, the spot. Yeah, on the spot. Just Apatow and the Lonely Island would be real fun for me. That I mean, cool. and also totally dual. Like, I'm sure yeah. that, that those guys will work together at some point. Like, right. this is my favorite comedic director and then my favorite sketch group. All right. So that's, I mean, that's the, more realistic pretty than by anything, the book. Yeah. I mean, it actually has the chance of happening. It's yeah. a great call. And it might now because of this podcast. Who knows? <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> Judd, if you are listening, <laughs> call Jorma. And Hot Akiba. Rod 2. Come on. Let's do oh, this. Man, I'd love that. I'd be so this. happy if this podcast led to Hot Rod 2. <laughs> I would too. Yeah, I would be I, extremely I, blown away. I would away. be psyched. I would retire uh, after that. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang it up. There's nothing else else you can do. Yeah. At the show, at SNL, I would, uh, John Solomon was a writer there who wrote mm-hmm. uh, MacGruber with, yep. um, I think it was Yorma and Oh, is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, Yorma. Yorma. Yeah. Uh, and I would always go up to Solomon because you know I didn't do great on the show. I was like, Solomon, let's reboot MacGruber. I'm MacGruber. Call Will. Tell. And he's like, he's like, okay, yeah, I think they think that'll work. Yeah, let's just. That's how this works, right? You're the new MacGruber. 
That's funny. It must have been great to to work with all those guys. It was it, it was great, but it was, you know, I just really love MacGruber, and I kept being like, "Let's do a MacGruber <laughs> this week." Like, we can't fucking do that. I mean, MacGruber's gone. Do you think that was your downfall, really, at SNL? Like maybe it's just, oh yeah, I kept pushing MacGruber like, too much. Let's do MacGruber. Let's do I'm on a boat. They're like those are not. <laughs> what are you fucking hits. talking Let's about? Do the hits. Yeah. All right, Brooks. Where does the uh, biomedical engineering degree reside? <laughs> where is that sitting? Where is that currently? Do you know where that's located? Yeah, actually, because right I'm moving. I'm moving, and uh, I found it in uh, my box of of like comic books. No, just my box of of sh- garbage. For some reason, I continue <laughs> shipping to wherever I move. Right, it's just right. like a bunch of stuff. Everyone has that box. Yeah, it's like everyone. It's just like, you know, all of my notebooks that are useless now and my engineering degree and then all my like <laughs> so comedy passes from like Bridgetown and Bonnaroo and stuff that I just throw in this box. It's right. just so funny to hear like my engineering degree, but you're, you're a comedian. It's like, you know, well, then you have like Geraldo, who was a lawyer. Yeah. You know? through yeah. Paul Mercurio was yeah. like that. He was a lawyer, too. There's a lot. There's actually a lot of lawyers. I, comics. I guess just Come lawyers are a terrible profession. People I think lawyer is just something that you, I mean. Lawyer is more of like you don't know what you want to do when you're yeah. 18. You're like, I don't know, I'll be a lawyer, and yeah. then you figure out like, oh no, I want to be a comedian. Yeah, this is the worst thing. Less ever. people are like, I don't know, I'll be a biomedical engineer. Like, but that I just did it because my girlfriend was doing it at really? the time, and I was oh, like, wow. all right, I'll do that. It's a big life decision to make based on a girl. Well, it wasn't. I was just like, sure, let's both get that degree. What's spe- speaking of that particular degree? What's that set you back? What's the, the debt de- like the in the degree? engineering? Oh, de- oh, like I bio. Dude, I mean, almost nothing. I, I'm from Iowa. I went to the University of Iowa. It's like so maybe state school, maybe four thousand dollars a oh, year. Oh wow, not oh, bad. That's like nothing. Yeah, I, I was p- thinking sixty, ninety grand. No, I think okay. I like yeah. went to college for like got a biomedical engineer less than like twenty grand, oh. and then. Hate, I have no debt. And like threw it away like it was a penny. No, I did it for four years. <laughs> yeah. I was an engineer for four years, and that was a fully, you know, that's it was cool to be able to pay off your college debt like Instant, immediately. Yeah. yeah, that's great. I bought a. They gave me like seven thousand dollars bonus to like sign with this company. I was twenty two, and I moved to Huntington Beach and bought like a thousand dollar surfboard. I think like you could get one for like eighty dollars, and I was like, I'd like one surfboard. And the dude's like, or a thousand bucks. I was like, sounds like a steal. And then I fucking didn't know how to use it, and it was it sucked. That is exactly, by the way, how a twenty-two-year-old's brain works. By it's, the it, way, yeah. you get 100%. seven thousand dollars. You go, what seven things can I buy? Yeah, exactly. Right? You yeah, break it 100%. down. And, yeah, what four things can I get for seven grand? Yeah, I would. Uh, the lady showing me apartments was showing me all these like nice condos and stuff, and I was like, can't see the ocean from here. And she's like, well, that you, there's almost no place to do it. And I was like, what about that? I pointed at this shitty apartment complex. She's like, oh, you don't want to live there. I was like, you can see the ocean. That's all I fucking want. <laughs> so I lived in this like seedy ass little fucking ocean shack on like beach and PCH. And then just like slept on your surfboard. Dude, I was the worst engineer ever. Yeah, I was like, just always late and hungover. And then like, I got to get out of here, go catch some waves. I fucking didn't know how to surf at all. How many years have to pass before your degree lapses? And you lose like credibility with it. Oh, dude, I think. Or is that I forever? I think it's. I think it's done. I mean, I don't. I think I lost all credibility when I spent the last year and a half trashing engineering, <laughs> or how, or just uh, talking. I'm not trashing engineering, but just yeah. talking about how bad I was at the job. 
Yeah. And then you recorded it for in case yeah. anyone needs to yeah. check in, in for future generations. Yeah, I remember that guy we worked with? He was yeah. here for like a blip. I, I so. talk about that getting guy. fired on the record, and I remember when that woman fired me. I really dis. I, she was a real jerk. She uh, laminated some Twitter. Yeah, she laminated right? some tweets and fired me because I, t- I tweeted a mean photo of That's her. Amazing. And That's amazing. I remember when she fired. She spent money on you. Yeah. I remember. <laughs> laminate you. I remember anytime somebody makes me mad, I'm like, I'll tell a joke about them on TV. Like that's yeah. that's I was like 24. And then it, exactly what a 24 year old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I'll get back at them. I was like, an in, yeah, I have no prospects of comedy, but I was like, uh, but I hope she hears that uh, joke that and yeah. knows that. I, I hope she has to like pay her. for that. I hope she individually buys, buys that select track. Yeah. And was like, I spent a fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I like that a bunch. I would buy that track if I were that person. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, uh, you're curious. Yeah, totally. What's he got to say about when I yeah. fired him? I, yeah. Well, I made that much of an impact on someone yeah, to yeah, write yeah. a joke about me and then record it as part of their act. Like, yeah. Yeah, at least I can do is like spiff him a buck or two to buy the track. Oh, totally. <laughs> all right, Brooke. So you let us you let us all know uh, through your album here that this tournaments and brackets thing I thought was a very <laughs> funny concept because uh, yeah. I used to do something similar as a kid with my uh, not necessarily just action figures but items it could have been a baseball okay. it could have been a trophy it could have been a, an action figure it yeah. could have been like a new toy I got but I would have battles with them and whoever won uh, got to go up on the dresser for like a week oh that's you know great. what I mean and and I really truly felt that these other items felt shame. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they didn't win. Oh my God. Dude, I used to switch which stuffed animal I slept with every night. There was like a rotation. Right. So no feelings would get hurt. Like that was like, <laughs> I didn't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Yeah, I didn't want to crush them in. And so let's see if we could have some fun with this real quick, just off the top of your head. If we could do uh, a bracket and or tournament between all the guest hosts that were on SNL uh, while you were there. And part okay. of the family. Well, okay. For context, too, uh, in the album, I just talk about oh, yeah. when I was little, I'd create, <laughs> I'd create tournament, I'd draw brackets. I was, I grew up wrestling, and wrestling are always in brackets. brackets yeah. Right. So I loved brackets. I would just put kids I did, kids I went to class with, in a tournament, and then flip a coin to see who won. Uh, and that's what I, I loved doing. Okay, <laughs> go ahead now. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's perfect. Perfect. No, that, yeah, like, perfect. That makes total sense. I just don't want to ruin the bit because yeah, it is yeah, on the yeah. album. I want people to check it out. But uh, if you were to do uh, one of these tournaments with all the guest hosts and people you had to work with on SNL, sure, we can just trim it down to let's just go to right to the elite eight. All okay, right. who are my eight favorite hosts? Yeah, yeah. So, so like eight favorite hosts, and then let's let's just do a quick mental bracket right now. And who's gonna who are you giving a prize to at the end of this if you <laughs> oh, see him again? I mean, Lena Dunham was my favorite host. She's just really nice. So I mean, so she's in, and you got yeah. work out of that afterwards. Yeah, she was just great. Yeah. yeah, I mean, in all honesty, I all of the hosts were fucking awesome. They're all so nice. Um, th- th- there's no one terrible. I I just judged each host based on if I got stuff on or not. That's okay. all I look at it as like, who did I have good episodes with? And then I'm just like, oh man, you know, uh, Jim Parsons is the shit, uh, which he is, but also I got like two sketches on, yeah, so I right. like Jim Parsons. Okay. Because the more sketches you get on, the more you hang out with the host. Of course. All right, so Dunham and Parsons. Well, maybe a final four here then. All right. Dunham, okay. Parsons. Uh, but I feel, I mean, Drake was just the nicest, coolest. Like when Drake is around, you're just like, hey, 
Hey man, What's like up, he makes you feel very cool. What's courtside like at the Raptors games? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just so he was just very cool. He's, he's not Drake to me. He's Jimmy Brooks from Degrassi. Oh, yeah, really? Degrassi. That <laughs> was a big yeah, Degrassi. You know, my man. wife points out out every time he's <laughs> in the Jimmy news. Jimmy Brooks, like, Drake. It's like You're that Jimmy guy's Brooks. from Degrassi. He's not fooling anybody. You yeah. are Jimmy Brooks. <laughs> right. <laughs> Your name is Aubrey. It's he not was great. He was way better at being on the show than I was. I was like, oh, no. Uh, well, I think that's actually one of the best sketches that you had was like, I think it was the Jeopardy sketch where it was like, yeah, I'm on I'm on the cast. And I oh, think that just it was so meta. And I was like, well, I, that's why I wrote a, I, most of the stuff I wrote on the show was m me being me. Like, yeah. I would just write a lot of me backstage bits. Mm -hmm. Like, the last thing I wrote was just basically me telling Andy Samberg on the final episode, like, Things have changed, and I'm in charge now. Uh, and then I was just telling him that he, he he was being in the show too much. It's like famous last words. Yeah, I was like, no, but I was, the joke was just how you know I wasn't on a lot, and I was right. like, look, dude, you're being yeah. you don't want to be in every sketch, okay? You want to do maybe one an episode. <laughs> usually play yourself, get in, get out, and then he's like that. That doesn't seem right, and I was like, that that has to be right, man. That I need for that to be the right way to do this. And then the, my favorite line was, uh, I was like, look, when I was working with Ed Norton on Critter Control, and he was like, what? And I was like, you don't know Critter Control? It's pretty much My Lazy Sunday. Yeah. And he was like, nah, that can't be true. Like, it's just a lot. I would write a lot of sketches where I made fun of my place. It's just very meta. Yeah. 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 I wrote the sketch for great, the, the yeah. Black Keys where I'd been lying all season about being best friends with them. <laughs> And then they showed up, and I was like real scared, uh, you know. You're gonna get called out. On yeah, this. and then so the whole cast is there, and uh, there, there's like Dan and Pat are right there, and they're like, "Brooks, will you introduce us?" And I'm like, "Yeah, uh, Danny, <laughs> <laughs> what's up, Pat, 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 Dan and Pat and Brooks at it again." Like, <laughs> and then the then the whole cast is like, "Oh, you're lying," and they leave. And then after they left, like uh, Dan and Pat were like, "When are we going back to the Yukon?" You know, I was like, "I know." <laughs> I wrote a sketch where I tried to cheer up the national for an entire episode. <laughs> and then at good nights, I was in all goth makeup. Oh, that's so uh, great. I wrote a sketch where I tried to show the Kings of Leon I was a follow will, like they're because they're all related brothers. <laughs> right. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and I was showing them my genealogy and being like, look, I'm related to you guys. You should let me in the band. Like, that's where I, I so. So you're clearly a fan of music. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I was writing for a lot of the bands, but I mean, that's where my. I think that's what what I brought in as a stand-up comedian is like, I don't know how to create characters, but I know how to comment on a situation. Yeah, of course. And then turns out that's not what Saturday Night Live does. <laughs> that is a sketch show. That is. I was writing for the wrong show most of the time. <laughs> it sounds like you have a show in you created like a web series or something like that. Kind of like it's got a little bit of a Larry David kind of. Could you see it? It's well. called Besties. Yeah, it's him <laughs> awkwardly interacting with <laughs> yeah, any celebrity who comes exactly. on the show. Yeah, besties. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, just tell, just being real confident around, just false I confidence. I think I got a new web series for the Laugh Button, bro. Yeah, we yeah. should talk after this podcast. That sounds great, guys. <laughs> I need some work. <laughs> Well, everyone can download his uh, new album, Brooks. It's uh, This Is Cool, right? Available now on iTunes and Amazon. You can pre-order the vinyl. The website, of course, brookswheelin.com. Right. Follow him on Twitter, at Brooks Wheeland. All of those things. Yes, go All check them. him out on well, tour. I can't I can't leave out Louis C.K. How fucking cool that Oh, from the bracket? To, oh, to I'm just saying in general. <laughs> this is a good top four. No, I'm just saying, like, in general. in general, man, that dude, when he hosted, was the 
coolest. And Absolute that was, coolest. And that was right after Hurricane Sandy? Was that the one? Or was he the one after, ho- that, the that, after that? I was there the second time he okay. hosted. But I just wanted to say, he, he was like, you know, as a stand-up comedian, when he did his opening monologue, uh, all these, they were like, what are you going to do? He's like, I don't know, give me a two-minute light. Like, it was so yeah. fucking cool. I love that when the when comics are on there. It's just like, just go do five, seven minutes. And it's yeah. like, it's mm-hmm. the best monologue. It's it's. It was great. Why, why, was... why even change that? Why mess with that formula? It's so great. Yeah, it was really, I just didn't want to, you know, I just really, he was like my favorite dude I looked up to. He was, there. He was your Sandberg. favorite, but you don't like him now because you release an album on the same day that you release an album. Yeah, I so still, you're not I BFFs s- until next week. Heard that guy yeah, looks like, like me. Watch <laughs> this. <laughs> yeah. I, br- yeah, but I you put know out he... an album for twice the amount of money Louis C.K. <laughs> did. That's not a place you want to be. Think about all the, like, the, the movies and TV shows that were on last night that yeah. also got trumped by that guy. Yeah, you know, yeah, I, I mean, that's like clean slate. You yeah, just. Yeah, yeah. Although his uh, his show got canceled right at MSG. Well, that was because he of the storm, canceled. right? Because yeah. the, the storm. Is he is he going to redo that? Do we I have news so, on that yet? I don't have news on that yet, but it, I think he's going to bring it back because he obviously he sold tickets yeah, and that's going to set it. some sort of record for stand up at MSG. And you know, yeah, what do you do? Six shows in a row there, something, or something like that. Yeah, I don't think they're all in a row, but I think he just kept adding. It was in three. A, it was uh, at the time. It was yeah. three sold out shows at the Garden on the same comedy tour. Yeah, that's same, what the that's record what is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, well, that's insane. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> crazy. Yeah. crazy. Is that your ultimate goal as a comedian to be like Louis C.K. level, or is it yeah? Fun? I mean, that's everybody. I, oh, I feel course. like every comedian's goal is to be the best comedian in the world. I I don't know if that's in the cards for me. You know, I hope I keep growing and maybe mm-hmm. I can get there. But I mean, that's not where I'm at right now. Well, um, yes, but obviously everyone has like a five year plan, a ten year plan. Maybe none. No, I mean, I, I definitely. Think, um, I don't think comedians. I do. don't have one. <laughs> right. I mean, I don't know. In ten years, I would love to be like where Kanane is. You right. know, just okay. like a really respected yeah. um, comedian. That's the all voice, I want. Voice you of want, a cable channel. You, but you want to be a comic. You don't want a TV show. You want. Oh no, like I fully that. want a TV okay. show. I want to write and create a TV show. But stand-up comedy is, you know, that's what it. I want to be known as. Like, oh, that's Brooks. He's a stand-up comedian. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, we'll uh, we'll take you out on this. Some upcoming projects. Maybe I can mention them. Maybe I can't. Um, stereotypically, you. Oh, this is like a weird. Yeah, there's a movie that mm-hmm. I have like a very small part in. That um, I don't know when that's gonna come out. Still cool, man. Chris and Abby Elliott, I think, are in the mix. Louis, yeah, uh, yeah, they Louis were black. In there. Yeah, I played just like a weird role up front. It's cool. pretty fun. And also uh, the out of town wedding. Out of town wedding with like, Kurt Brownler. Yeah, real stoked about that. It's just like this movie. Um, I think we're gonna shoot next month it's just about like uh five f- friends go to like a wedding they were kind of vaguely invited to and just kind of fucking ruin it uh it's like a resort good you enough know. plot for me man I'm in. I'm in yeah it's it's really good i read it and uh, a lot of things i read i'm like okay and that i was like i want to really do this and that was i'm excited to do it Nice. Well, congratulations on all the success, yep. man. Much continued success. Oh, that's very nice of you. And uh, everyone, this is cool, right? Available now, iTunes, Amazon. Matt, thank you very much. Thank you, Mark. Uh, this has been the Laugh Button Podcast on the Riotcast Network. Thanks, Be sure Brooks. to check us out on Riotcast.com. Follow us on all the socials at the Laugh Button. And, of course, uh, follow our guest here, Brooks Whelan, uh, at Brooks Whelan. Go see him live. He's got some great dates coming up, uh, including the University of Iowa, your old yeah. stomping. And yeah. uh, the record Grand. release party. And the record oh, release party. Oh, that was last night. Last night, right? Oh, How'd it go? Night. I thought it was nice. Oh, man, it was so fun. I'll just plug the comedians who are on it real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is my favorite dudes in New York. It was Rojo Perez, and then it was Joe Pera. Uh, who I find like if you yeah, look up Joe Perez, yeah, he's so great. great. It was some of the funniest stuff I ever seen. Then Dan Soder, love that guy. Uh, Michael Bryan did love a bit that, that was so fucking funny. Um, 
and then Kevin Barnett um, and uh, Nick Turner and then Simmons McDaniel. And it's a, and it's a black, killer lineup right really there. And line. the Black Keys. And the Black Keys closed <laughs> you out, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, your, then we uh, hung out buddies. mostly after the show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brooks. Good to see you, man. Thank Thanks you, guys. Thanks for swinging by. Thanks for letting me on. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem.